Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Match. Chosen by science, but you had to marry them right this second. You would tell me, well, that sounds pretty whack. And I would add, you have eight weeks to know if you really love them. You just got married at first sight. Jason and Asia gonna tell you wrong from right. Are all these couples just disasters waiting to happen? Imagine if one of them could be a perfect match. Welcome to A Perfect Match, a Married at First Sight podcast. We'll be covering Married at First Sight, Season 15, Episode 6. I am here, one of your co-hosts, as always, Jason Reed. And with me, someone who never tells a lie, big or small, Asia Welch. Asia, how are you? (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh, I'm just so sad for Ben. He's just the perfect man and he deserves the perfect wife. <laughs> Asia, Asia, you can't, you cannot take other people's problems onto yourself. You just, you can't do it. I know that you're an emotional, sensitive person, but you taking on the hurt adds no value. Think of yourself. But I just feel like I have to carry it for, for him. I just have to because he's such a good friend. He deserves everything. He deserves it all. He's perfect. <laughs> oh, with the disbelief, disbelief I had on the couch as I saw <laughs> Dustin cry, crying tears for Ben and his situation with with Ben's wife. <laughs> Literally, I said aloud. I said, this fool is not crying right now. Come on. No. Oh, goodness. I mean, hey, maybe he just, he loves strong. He already said he loves Alexis. He also loves Ben. Just met this man, you know, for real, for real, two days ago. Mm-hmm. 
like you know you you had a little fun bachelor party with them like a week ago but gosh <laughs> that's it <laughs> but uh hey jason i'm doing fine um <laughs> i thought this was a great episode i really enjoyed it this was a fantastic episode it felt like it really kicked off the mess of the season yes uh so you know it's I feel like it's really given a good indication of how fun the season, the rest of the season is going to be. Yeah, because like it's been a couple seasons since we've had some uh, couple drama per se. So like last season, it was just Lindsay and um, <laughs> what is uh, Elijah? Ali- no, Alyssa. <laughs> oh, Lindsay. Yeah. 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 Right. All we had was Lindsay and Alyssa who disliked each other, but everybody else, it was just like, oh, it was so peaceful. Rainbow and sunshine. Oh, I mean, Michael and Jasmine had their, Michael and Jasmina, sorry, had their stuff. I mean, no. Yeah. Within the couple. I mean, oh, you're talking, okay. You're couple, talking about, like, okay. Gotcha. The, within the whole group. Yeah. So, I think nothing will ever top the um, Chris and Eric. Almost coming to blows. Right. The, uh, that's that that's season. literally my recent memory of like, ooh, okay, things are getting spicy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. Like, I think this is just the start of it. I don't think this is the last of it. I don't think they can bring out another mariachi band to save the day. Like, <laughs> we're save see Miguel some from Stasha with another mariachi band. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, before we get started. Make sure y'all go out there and join our Facebook group. You can find it uh, at A Perfect Match Podcast. We are having a great time in there talking about the episode throughout the week, talking about the promos the show puts out because we can have some fun guesses about what the episode is going to bring. So go find our Facebook group. Join us. The password this week is going to be Mariachi Band. <laughs> so do the password. Accept the group rules and then come on in and have a great time. Don't worry about the spelling of mariachi band. We will be flexible. <laughs> no, strict spelling over here. <laughs> um, and also make sure you go uh, subscribe to our feed if you haven't already. That's the Love at First Sight feed. Subscribe, rate, and review. That's how we know that you're enjoying this content. That's how we know that we are hitting y'all's ears. So go show us some love. There we go. Let's get started with this episode. Yeah, so we start we start out on day five. Um, well, well, before for our loyal listeners, we are doing things a little bit different this week uh, yeah. because of the way that the episode is filmed. We are not talking about the couples, uh, in we're not talking about each couple individually and like talking about the whole episode for that couple. We're going to talk about the episode chronologically because there's a lot of uh, intercouple mingling. And uh, so that's just how this this podcast is going to (laughs) go. Yeah. So we start off on day five of the of the honeymoon. We get all our wake ups. Uh, You know, I I I want to highlight this section only because Morgan says that Ben is a quiet sleeper, and I guess he is a quiet sleeper because he's probably shut down for the night. (laughs) No, he's maybe. He's maybe charging, got to plug him in, you know, bin bot 3000. He's got, he's got to charge up the next day. Uh, <laughs> it's not a surprise that, uh, that he's a quiet sleeper. You know, he, he made the gem of a joke in. You kicked me in your sleep. You, you get it? Cause, cause you, 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 you do Muay Thai and you, you kick. Ah, I, ah, 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 ah. 
I will say he only made me laugh once this episode. I can't even remember the joke. And I also know that I didn't write it down, but I was like, oh, that, okay, that was funny. But like everything else, I mean, we're going to get oh, into oh, it. Asia, but there's I'm, just... very, I'm very excited to see your take on Ben this episode. Okay, that is fair. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to give my take. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so the uh, the ladies and the gentlemen are going to all split up. The ladies are going to go do a brunch, and the gentlemen are going to go do a tequila tasting, much to the chagrin of the ladies who wanted to do a tequila tasting instead of a dumb little brunch. <laughs> hey, I, I feel like a brunch is the best of both worlds because mimosas naturally should be going with brunch, and then you also have food rather than knocking back shots of tequila. <laughs> Or not knocking them back in Justin's case. Right, right, right. So the guys get to the tequila drinking and for whatever reason, Justin decides to not really drink the tequila to just like throw it over his shoulder. Uh, I think he said he hadn't eaten that day. and He didn't want to get too lit in the early in the morning, which makes sense, I guess. It's because they didn't do a brunch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we then go to the ladies. Kristen says, you know, I'm really impressed by all you ladies. And I really want to kind of give you guys some time to tell me all the good things. Basically, before I bring the, the mood down with all of my stuff. <laughs> uh, so the dudes sit down all together. And Nate's the one that kind of opens the discussion. And he says, so I just we're here to talk about who has had sex. Who? Spill the tea. We're here to spill all the tea. Uh, so Justin starts off, says, you know, no sex yet. They've just been touching and cuddling a lot. He says they're still getting comfortable with each other, even, but even though they are walking around their, like, I guess their room naked. I'm convinced that Justin and Alexis believe that they've been married for 10 years. Oh, yeah. Like, they're like, night one, lock it in. We've been married 10 years. Neither one of us are going to believe otherwise. This whole episode, they brought together, like, pro-marriage, like, like, like professional married couple of 10 years. Their their insights and their their judgy looks and judgy, like, you know, actions really, like, kind of gave like we've been married a long time we're going to tell you how it is their wisdom from these yes. eight days of marriage yeah. yes uh so he's, he also says alexis is fully supportive of his celibacy and she's letting him take lead in that regard uh miguel and, and nate says uh well you know if, if you love her then why why the need for waiting y'all you've already said you love her he says well i i just would rather it come naturally instead of forcing it I like I liked Miguel here. Like Miguel is like is continuing his horn dog vibe because he's just like I don't understand. I don't get it. Like <laughs> you said, you love her. I mean, that's the time, man. You gotta take it. You gotta get it. You said it, so go ahead. What's the problem? I wish I was in your shoes. Yeah, this is like the start of the theme. This whole episode of these couples being fiercely interested in the other couples going on. <laughs> it's just yeah, this like, is a big mind your business episode. Like, yes, <laughs> they were all in each other's business, right? Um, Justin also says that you know he really likes that Alexis likes that he is sensitive, and then we get a direct cut <laughs> yes. to Alexis saying, you know, him being so sensitive is a little hard because uh, that's really the opposite of of me, which, which in this instance is her, and she has to work to consider his feelings, and she's not used to that type of thing. And she has to force herself to think about him the way that he thinks about her all the time. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, and that's real. I mean, I'm glad that she's not faking and just being like, yeah, I realized before I never went for a sensitive man and now I have one and I love it. <laughs> like she's well, being honest. She says through like a, a half grin, like, I, I love it. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I just want her to be honest with him that it's hard because for right. him to think that she likes it. Uh, not quite. Right. <laughs> Uh, so then they started talking about Morgan and Ben a little bit. Um, well, yes, 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 yes. They talk. So they start talking about Morgan and Ben. And let's see. So Ben thinks that the experts did a great job. He's like, they did a great job. I've been the big spoon. I know y'all been wondering. I've been the I'm the big head. spoon. And he said, uh, they're like, they're like, oh, okay. So like, you know, maybe y'all decided to consummate it. And he's like, no, but her friends told me she's a certified freak. <laughs> like, can, can, can you not? And they're just like, oh, okay. Oh, he's there. You know, the guys are hyping him up. He's like, yeah, I need to work on my hip thrust. This has to be the horniest group of men Gotta that be. we've gotten in a while. Has to be the, the most like juvenilist like people when talking about sex I think we've ever seen on this show. Right. It's like yeah the, we talk about consummating marriages every season of course but then it's just like the way that they're talking about it yeah, it's, it's just so it's, 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 giving, it's giving 12 year old like that. Absolutely. It's giving uh, yeah it's, it's giving immaturity. Yeah. Um, and so then we cut to um Morgan, you know, she's like, you know, just give it a little bit more time. She thinks something might happen. And Sasha's like, I think it'll happen tonight. She's like, look, his body is hot. And then they like flashback. Um, uh, well, I'm trying to. I think the only flashes yeah, we what... got were, were him undressing, which I know you probably got distracted by. Oh, so okay. That's what that's what it was. They cued, they cued the flashback of all of his uh, his abs in yeah, different. I, I understand why you lost. You got lost in your notes because you uh you were like a little. I like didn't finish the sentence. At that point. Yeah. <laughs> you just had, like, just you just had a long line at the end because you just like your pen just went like across the, the paper like uh, it's like Lindy uh, what a <laughs> little like a little wet spot there for your drool. <laughs> Oh my gosh but yes they do show us what she's referring to in case we had forgotten um i'm glad they don't like every time that like alexis cuts to like starts talking about how justin is <laughs> is skinny they don't they don't cut to him oh, <laughs> that would be a different experience uh but. interestingly shaped body <laughs> we'll say that Yes. Um, so, you know, not too much on them, but that's kind of like they're like basically the picture they're painting is like, you know, we're we're we are both very attracted to each other and they're giving off. It's going to happen soon to the other couples. Yeah. So the conversation like kind of switches over to Lindy and Miguel. Uh, so, you know, I think much to a lot of people's surprise, I know to my surprise, uh, Lindy reveals that she and Miguel have consummated their marriage. I'm not surprised. I think You're I'm. Not. I, because of the the lead up from the last episode with the massages, I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. it's happening mm-hmm. very, very soon." I I don't think I would have pegged they'd be the first one though. Mm, okay, who yeah, so, who were you thinking was first? I thought it was probably going to be uh, Stasha and Nate. I think. Okay, 
yeah, so the other ladies are shocked. Like, oh my God. She says, yeah, it was just really natural. And it was really nice. And I feel really good about it. Uh, cut to Miguel saying, yeah, we, uh, we made love. And they're like, oh, you made love. And he says, you know, it was a lot more passionate than you thought it would be considering it was their first time. Uh, you know, and in a confessional, Miguel's like, you know, I really felt one with the universe at that moment. And it was just so holy. I think he's just mm. being a little facetious and like kind of poking fun at uh, at Lindy's, uh, you know. Yeah, he's religion. like, I felt I felt connected to a higher being. I was like, OK, calm down, Miguel. We know what you're doing. You made your point with the first <laughs> statement. Freaking horn dog. I feel like he feels proud of himself that he like kind of like broke Lindy, I would say. Like like it was like a challenge. Yeah. Which I'm so glad later in the episode we're gonna talk about it. Um, them calling it out. Yeah. So that was uh I mean Lindy Miguel didn't get much in this uh segment. So that was pretty much it for them. Yeah. So then we cut to Stasha and Nate. So Stasha talks about how you know, they took a bath together um, and they've been doing, you know, they've been being intimate because she believes there are a lot more, which is true. There are a lot more ways to be intimate than having sex. And she just wants all of these different intimate things to build up to it. And then um, Nate, he tells them there's no love making yet. <laughs> he wants to respect his wife. Miguel is just like, what? <laughs> Miguel is like, <laughs> Miguel's so upset that not all the guys are like as ready as he is. Like, yes, you see, he's just looking like I don't get it. Like, you guys don't want to have sex. Like, what's the problem? Get it like, together, gentlemen. Can y'all all get out of each other's bedrooms? That's what <laughs> I want to happen. Miguel's like, I feel like I'm late. Y'all I haven't even started yet. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, Miguel comes there finally. Right. Finally, <laughs> finally we finally happened. Like, like, tell me, you guys have like no, like really. I can't believe it. <laughs> you had to go all the way to decision day. I'll try to get <laughs> it in night one. <laughs> and so Nate, like basically says like, you know, he doesn't, a lot of the times when you bring sex into the equation, things could get uncomfortable. And um, Miguel's like, well, what, what do you think is going to make? Why would you think it's going to be more uncomfortable? And because Miguel's coming from the standpoint of like, it was magical. Like he just yeah. made, they were one. Everything made sense. It just was glorious. And Nate was like, well, like, you know, if you bring sex into it too early, there's like the lack of understanding about each other, your goals, your vision, your lifestyle. You don't know if you're on the same page. Like, I was like, huh, understanding. <laughs> Who needs that? I don't need to know her. Right. <laughs> Get to know that body. <laughs> right. Right. And so um, we cut to a confessional of Miguel saying he isn't buying it. He's like, I don't believe it. I don't believe Nate at all. I think they're having sex. He just can't get, he just cannot fathom. <laughs> can't wrap his mind around it. Yeah. What, what, what do you think? Are, are they, is, is Nate, are Nate and Sasha telling the truth? You think they are or they are not? I think they are. I feel like, I feel like Sasha's not, the way that she's been coming off is pretty open. And I don't, she doesn't strike me as, being someone who would want to or not even want to, but feel the need to withhold that information. Yeah. Like for yeah. optics or anything. I think it's very interesting. I think this season more than when I can remember, they're like, uh, yeah, you know, all the other fun stuff, you know, we do that, but not the sex part of it as if mm -hmm. like, 
I don't I don't know as if it's such a big leap from one to the other <laughs> which I guess in a way it is but you know it, it just seems weird to me it, it would either seem to me you're either just cuddling mm-hmm. or, or you're, you're having, going all in but they're going midway like they're like yeah we'll get some other fun stuff and then we'll, we'll get the sex <laughs> after that like right. almost every couple I think are probably doing that except for maybe Kristen and me right which yeah they're like they're like but almost I don't know I I don't know their their bedroom is the only bedroom we're not fully in everyone Mitch else will, has the door <laughs> Mitch will not let us in Mitch had maybe like five <laughs> minutes total of talking time this episode yeah he did I was like what is Mitch thinking has he changed his tune I think Mitch is like Mitch has decided, like, you know what? I really put my foot in my mouth. I think I'll just stop talking. <laughs> I'd rather not say a word. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that so was, that was it of, for them, pretty much. Yeah, speaking of Kristen and Mitch, we finally get to the moment the ladies have all been waiting for. Uh, Kristen's going to tell them what happened with Mitch. Uh, the night, either the night, was it? It was probably two nights before this moment. Uh, she says, uh, you know, just before I start, you all need to stay Team Mitch. No matter what I tell you right now, no matter what bad stuff I'm about to say, we all need to agree to still be Team Mitch. Have Don't we I ever go? heard something like this before? No, no, we we never have. They it, it's usually it's like I'll let y'all decide what team you want to be on. Yeah, when I finish my story, <laughs> but it's like no, no, no. Let's keep be supportive. Let's keep let's keep being Team Mitch. Yeah, it's like, yeah, she really wants them to continue to have like a positive spin. Like this is something you would tell your friends like, OK, no matter like what I'm about to tell you. Remember, I love him and I'm, right. you know, <laughs> so. so no bad mouthing him because we right. stay together. Kristen is just handling this so maturely. Like she's she's holding on for dear life. Is she what really this is. is. Yes. Uh, so she tells the ladies about the situation uh, with Mitch not being attracted uh, and then tells them, you know, the same night he told me this, you know, at, at, you know, late at night, we went to our room to go to bed. He pounced on me like a tiger. <laughs> I just I've never heard something described. So interestingly, I just have to, like, think about the scene, like, see, like. <laughs> Is he stalking her like in the bedroom? Is he like looking at her from the bathroom? Like <laughs> takes off full for sprint. Her, yeah, waiting for her to turn her back. And he's just like creeping up on her like like a tiger would pounce on their prey. It's not such an interesting way to describe something like that. Right. It definitely wasn't something romantic yeah. for her to describe it as pouncing like a tiger. I think that's which, what she I think that's what she's trying to get across that this was yeah. not a romantic thing. Uh, you know, she reminds him once again, hey, 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 I know I just said that, but listen, we're still Team Mitch. Team Mitch. Everyone's like, all right, Team Mitch. Uh, okay, okay, Team Mitch. You just told us something weird, but we're staying Team Mitch. Uh, she says, you know, after that, she stopped it and said, hey, uh, what's up with that? And he tells her, like, I just really think that the way you handled yourself made you more attractive and that made me want to, you know, do stuff. <laughs> so... But, did she, you, but Mitch, did you forget what you told me? Right. Not not near three hours ago. Right. Uh, so at that, that point, she told him that, you know, no, we're going to I'm going to make the rules now. I'm going to say how this is going to happen. And she literally says, I am the captain now. 
Literally. She uses those words. She, yeah. She quote is the, now. Quote the, you know, classic film, Captain Phillips. Yeah. I am. This is her shit. Now. I wanted her to do the accent, but that probably would have been disrespectful. Yeah, she knew that was not a good move. Yeah. Uh, so in a confessional, Alexa says, uh, you know, she'll be team Mitch uh, as long as Kristen wants her to, uh, as long as Mitch stays respectful. Uh, if that stops happening, then all bets are off. She's no longer team Mitch. Yeah, I was just waiting to cut to the tequila tasting where Mitch is like, so I told her that I didn't find her physically attractive. Yeah, we didn't really get Mitch's side of this like at all. At all. He's like, nope, <laughs> not talking about it. He probably told them, yeah, me and Kristen are doing great. We're doing fine. Next. Move on to the next couple. Yeah, he definitely didn't want to incriminate himself. Um, yeah. So then we get this uh, a dinner segment with Morgan and Ben. And this was the first time that I felt blah about this couple. Oh. Because there was just it felt like an interview <laughs> on both ends. Uh-huh. Which, yeah, Getting to know each other is question answer. But at this point, y'all have been with each other for a few days where we would think that a lot of these like get to know you stuff can happen off camera. And so it was very, it's very interesting. And it also taught me a lot about how Ben thinks. Mm -hmm. Um, So we get into the dinner um, and Ben feels very close to Justin so far. Uh, Excuse me. Tree. I think you need to say (laughs) I wanted to get inside the TV, so stop doing that. Stop calling him tree. That, that's not a thing. Stop it. I refuse. To, I don't know him like that. Neither does Ben. He a tree. Get out of here. We're not calling this man tree. We're not doing that. Okay, so Justin and Alexis have been together for 10 years. Ben and Justin have known each other since they were kids. They've been friends for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, like they, they are the best of friends, even though they just connected like two days ago. <laughs> they are they have been friends for 20 dang years. Like they are they they confide each other's uh spouses' secrets. Mm-hmm. Like I <laughs> I've never seen anything quite as you know like that. Yeah. <laughs> so um so they're kind of like they're just talking about like okay what's happening after this kind of yeah she he like she says her cat's coming with them he jokes like are you sure your cat's coming she's like uh, duh yeah um and they refer to you know Ben's best friend Justin and Alexis saying I love you and they say like he's like you think we're gonna be saying that he goes when do you think we'll say that like how how would i know <laughs> exactly that was my answer to every one of his questions yes how would i know it's our second day of meeting each other we're not even at you and justin level of friendship yet like yeah. <laughs> calm down like why are you asking me this question like i would know exactly that is a that is a pure unknown um and then they suggest, like, okay, at some point, like, whether it's here or in San Diego, we need to make sure that we do stuff with Justin and Alexis as a couple, like, do, like, a double date situation. Um, she says, like, when she gets back, she is going to be really busy, but she, that's what she signed up for with being a nurse. And um, Ben asks, okay, so what do you think, like, the next five weeks would look for, like, look like with us? 
Why five? <laughs> I mean, I don't like. I think he asked something like, "How can we like intensify this? Like, you know, how can we get dig deeper? Like, why are you asking dumb questions?" Like, right. Which I liked her answer, where she's like, "That's more of how your brain works, of just like having a plan for something." And she's like, "So, what do you think?" He's like, well, you know, I think we just need to make sure that we can talk, but like make time to really talk a couple times a week to learn about each other. Um, it's kind of like, yeah, no duh, genius. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would hope you would find a couple of times a day to right. really get to know each other, not weeks. Like, oh, um, we're gonna have to have deep conversations. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't, I didn't know that's what I signed up for was to get to know a person I just married. Oh, thank you for letting me know. Thank you for yeah. suggesting that. <laughs> right. She did the perfect thing to do when someone asked you a dumb question. Turn it right, right back, back around, around on them. Like, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> right. Um, but I really think that the like the whole point of this co- uh, this conversation was to set us up for their later conversation about nursing. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty much it for that dinner. Uh, I mean, something for in that dinner I found interesting was that Morgan basically like cautions him, like, make sure when you're talking to me that you choose your words very carefully. Uh, mean the things that you say. Yeah, I've been hurt by words in the past. You know, I take certain things to heart. And certain things you can't take back. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous Morgan, all right. Right. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, so now... We go to day six of the marriages for most of our couples anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stash and Nate go out on a picnic. They both freak out about bugs at their picnic. Uh, Stasha actually stumps up and kills the spider. So what's, what are your, what, what's your uh, platform on bugs? What are your thoughts on bugs? Are you a bug killer? Are you a bug runner? Where? Oh, I'm definitely a bug killer because nothing's going to um, freak me out more then knowing that there is a bug and I ran away, now I don't know where it is. That's more frightening <laughs> than let me get my hands on it. It's now gone. I can dispose of it. Now I know there is no bug. You want to put your hands on it? <laughs> oh, no. No. I don't touch bugs. I don't do that. 
I have fly swatters everywhere in my house. If I can't get it with a shoe, then I'm not getting it. I have a few different placements with fly swatters. If there's no fly swatter, maybe a broom. Yes. You got fly swatters. You got fly swatters posted around your house like you would see in an assassin movie where like, (laughs) you know, people have guns under like their coffee table. You got a fly swatter in your coffee table (laughs) like, bam, gotcha. (laughs) You never know when you need to grab it real quick. Just taped behind your couch. like. (laughs) So this pepper is a really good uh, bug finder. If she's just looking at the floor and being really quiet, Oh, she's looking at like a very small little spider that has snuck in. Are you like, get so then I'll get. kill it. <laughs> right. Uh, so Sasha says that, you know, she really likes the fact that he said he wasn't intimidated by her because, you know, in the past, uh, she's really intimidated some of her, uh, some of her partners before. Uh, she tells Nate that her last relationship was a long distance relationship and it basically ended because they just kind of grew apart because uh, they were so far away from each other. Uh, she tells Nate that, you know, now she gets into relationships for the purpose of eventually marrying, and she always wants to move with purpose and intention uh, in a relationship. And then she get, she goes on to tell him that after her last relationship, she went to therapy to under, understand herself better and understand what she wants out of relationships. And then she asks him if he would be willing to go to therapy with her. But the thought of music in this uh, part of the scene was very, like, interesting. They played, like, very ominous music uh, yeah, during the, this conversation, I was like, "Why, why, why the creepy music?" And the awkward pauses. Yeah, like it was like it was trying to make it seem as if Nate didn't know how to respond to certain things. Yeah, and then she would just keep talking without him having a response in between. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was- interesting editing. Uh, so Nate then asked her, "Well, I mean, when you're talking about therapy, do you, do you mean just to go to therapy when we're having trouble?" Or as like more of a proactive measure. He said when 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 they feel that there's an imbalance. I feel like he picks his words very carefully, which is like, I don't agree with Mitch. I mean, uh-huh. not Mitch, Miguel. I don't agree with Miguel's later stance on Nate, thinking that he's just completely ingenuine. I do think, though, that Nate does care a lot about how he comes off. So mm-hmm. he is very intentional with the words that he says. So, you know, to hear him say something like, you know, we feel like there's an imbalance in our relationship. um, I feel like he is carefully picking those words because he just wants to make sure he's like communicating that right. I don't see it as, oh, this is this isn't something that he would naturally say. I think that's just his overall demeanor. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from there, but because but I do understand how it can come off as someone who is uh, picking their words. Mm-hmm. Carefully and maybe not as genuine as you would think, because he sounds a little businesslike as he's yeah. talking. Yeah. <clears throat> so I can kind of see where people would get that from. Yeah. Uh, she also she tells him, you know, therapy is not f- just for when you have a problem; it's so you can go to get more tools to make the marriage more successful. Uh, so Nate says, "Yeah, that, okay, that's fine. I'm down for that. No problem." Nate's very agreeable, you know, with the prenup and with the therapy. So yeah, sure, why not? Uh, he is and do you think it's because he really likes her or he just doesn't like conflict I think both can be true Um, Mm -hmm. you know he probably doesn't like coffee he probably doesn't like conflict on camera I can Mm -hmm. tell you that Mm -hmm. Um, and I think he also like I I think she's shown no reason not to like her so he's very agreeable right now right 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the confessional, she says that she hopes that, you know, she's getting the true and genuine Nate and then how she really values authenticity and transparency. So even before the scene coming up with, uh, with Miguel, she's even seeing some stuff, you know, herself. So. Yeah. If she saw no sign of it, then she would have like gone off on Lindy. Like when yeah. Lindy brought it up and like when we're going to talk about it, but that's how I, the, the way she handled it when Lindy brought it up, I was like, okay, there's something in the back of her mind that's kind of has yeah. already kind of seen this and has, she's just like, is this a thing I need to be worried about or not? That doesn't mean Lindy should have brought it up, but we'll get to it. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nate, uh, Nate then says he's, he's going to, he's wondering what's going to happen once they get back to the real world in hopes that they can stay consistent and really be that power couple that both of them uh, said that they really wanted. Yeah, she loved that. On After Party, she uh, got happy all over again with him saying that. Yeah, she was smitten. Yeah. Um, So next we had Alexis and Justin. So, (laughs) oh man, I'm just picturing a scene. Okay, so they went, is it called parasailing? When you're out on a boat and has a big parasail. It's not parasailing, because parasailing would be when you're like up in the air, right? Uh, or paragliding. I feel like gliding is definitely up in the air. I'm trying to think. Okay, par- parasailing, yes, is in the air. Let me see. Paragliding, though. No, that's not even. That's more even. That's even freer. I just put, yeah. <laughs> well, I they're, just on put, a, they're on a boat. <laughs> I just put sailing. That's all I put. Yeah, let's say sailing. It has the same type of uh, sail. It has the same type of. Uh, I I know nothing I, about boating. I, I think we want to make it more like extreme sports because it was such a colorful sail. It yeah. was like we want to make it like it's just sailing. Like let's put the sail, yeah. Let's well, it wasn't sail. a traditional sailboat. It's like yeah. a, a raft, a kayak. Yeah, kayak yeah, with a sail. a sail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've gone sailing once. Uh, that was it was an experience. Okay, so they're doing this activity on sailing. And uh, they're kissing, and um, then when they come back in, she's like, "Oh, we." Sh-, he was like, "We should have gone out further." She's like, "We got plenty of time. Like, we have our whole life to do this." Um, and so they're kind of talking. They're sitting on this boat now. It's on the sand, and they're sitting on it. And so um, she says, "Like, he has a very balanced lifestyle with working from home. He's going to be thinking about dinner. He's going to be taking care of the dogs." And she asked him, like, you know, what does he feel like being, how does he feel being a puppy father and uh, with her making more money than him? He's, is that going to affect his ego? He's like, no, no, no. My ego is not going to be affected at all. I want to know, like, we don't, we have an idea of what a lot of these people do. I don't, I still don't know what Justin does. Me neither. That's a, that's a good point. Um, because that's good they've already talked about finances because we had we have couples like Steve and Noy last season who went most of the season without talking about finances. Mm-hmm. So she does at least know that she's gonna make more than him. But um yeah, I can't remember what he does at all, actually. Now I feel like that. on like the matchmaking specials we get the occupations typically. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember what his was. <laughs> Tall. And she talks about her. Yeah, <laughs> he's tree. <laughs> His job is a tree. Uh, but I just feel like, yeah, we learn what hers is later. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, uh, we don't really know what he does. And he apparently can stay at home while he does it. Right. It, but, but, uh, Alexis, just because you work from home don't mean you can do all that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Elijah A lot. Yes. This is giving me Elijah because, uh, he's working too. If he's working at home, he's working. And if, y- if he could be thinking about dinner, so can you. And that's a joint effort. <laughs> he's not going to be playing and entertaining the dogs all day just because he's at home. People need to get out of that. It is 2022. <laughs> working from home. It's just like working in the office. Says someone that works from home. <laughs> right. You think I have time to be thinking about dinner? No, I log off. Then I'm like, okay, what am I doing today for dinner? Because today was a whirlwind. Because what was I doing? Working. Oh, okay. So hopefully that's not like a thing uh, that they have to deal with. Um, but you know, she she says like when they get back to San Diego, she does want to talk about budgeting, which every couple should for sure. Yeah, of course. And then out of nowhere. The sail flips over and knocks them both off. This huge gust of wind flies. Th- I I had to rewind it and watch it again because the way I bust out laughing, <laughs> I don't. I can't remember the last time I've laughed this hard. <laughs> Married at first sight episode, but I laughed so hard because it was just so out of nowhere. I did not expect it, and. Uh, Justin felt like Superman saving the day because he could hold up the boat and prevent it from falling on her. Which probably um, like less than 20 pounds. Right? Real talk. But it was hilarious. Oh, gosh. I, I did. I, right before that, though, she says, uh, <laughs> she says, you know, everyone says that marriage is so hard. Like, I was waiting for the hard part. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, famous last words. Let's go. I cannot. This episode made me so excited for the downfall of this couple. Like, I've never been so excited for a downfall of a couple before that I have with Alexis and Justin. Not even necessarily a downfall, just the hard parts of their relationship. Because they just, the way to look at this right now, there's like, ah, we got this in the bag. Like, yeah, well, there's nothing to this. Yeah. What are complaining about? That's why I had to check myself. I was like, do I want them to fail? Like, why am I wanting this? And they it's, made it's, you think that the whole episode. Like, I cannot <laughs> wait till y'all fail. Like, y'all are so cocky right now. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just the overconfidence that they have. Like, have this figured out when they are still getting to know each other. They've done they nothing have no but be a lavish of paradise <laughs> and a fantastic wedding that was made for them. Right. Like, nothing, nothing bad has even been able to happen to them yet. Yeah, they haven't had to spend a dime. Like, no, no, no conflict. Like, unless it was brought on with themselves, there, there haven't, right. there hasn't been that, that much room for conflict. So the fact they, that they can get along is, is fine. Obviously, they haven't let themselves get deep into any real conversation. Mm-hmm. It just kind of feels like they haven't gotten to that part. And like a lot of these other couples have gotten where we get to these impasses about how we feel about certain aspects of life. Right. Exactly. Especially for them to be not on the same page about how she feels about his sensitivity. Like, let's start there. Like, that's one thing like, oh, y'all haven't talked in depth about that and how that would impact y'all's relationship, because that is a topic of concern, especially if y'all are both bringing it up in a group setting. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not, I don't want them to fail. I just want them to be hit with the reality check. If they're hit with the reality check and things work out wonderful, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I, I I downfall was not the word I should use. I just want them to get to some bumps in the road so they can see that it is not as easy as they are thinking it is right now. Right. All right. So our next segment, we go to Morgan and Ben going on a little excursion. They're doing some uh what I used to call when I was a kid boogie boarding. I call uh, it wakeboards. I think wakeboarding is where you like uh stand and you like ride the wake on like Kind of the really shallow part of the water. Mm-hmm. I think that's what wake. Either that, or I you, know it's nothing. Thing, it's the thing where you're getting pulled by sports. the boat, and you're on. Oh, like these a, are boogie thing. boards. Yeah, because that's what he's called. I used to, I used to boogie board myself when I was a child, going down to the ocean on summer vacation. Mm-hmm. I did go to the ocean last week. I did not go boogie boarding. I barely got into the water. <laughs> that water is nasty and dirty. <laughs> Anyway, which water? Which water was it? Ocean City in Maryland. Mm. I, I don't know oceans, so don't ask me that. <laughs> uh, that would be the Atlantic. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> uh, so then they go to sit down and they have this conversation, uh, and they say, and Ben says, you know the the, the conversation that we had yesterday, uh, and they flash we flash back to a conversation that we weren't wasn't aired, right? We didn't see that. Yeah, so that must have happened on the group the group date on that yacht. And they just had the conversation by themselves. Okay. Uh, So in this conversation, uh, she talks about how, you know, she is estranged from her father. Uh, You know, she doesn't have a great relationship with him. And we flash, we come back to the, to the present. And Ben says, you know, I I can't really relate to that. No, this is in the flash because I can't relate to that because I've never had a toxic relationship. So he tells her awful, awful way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, Ugh, Especially not- to tell her because she didn't say we have a toxic relationship. She yeah. just said we don't have a great relationship. And for him to turn back around and say, oh, well, I don't have a toxic relationship. So what's that like? It's like, wait, why are you trying to describe the situation? I'm being vulnerable and opening up to you about my family relations. And you just said it's toxic. But, Couldn't be me. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't engage in toxic relationships. So I'm sorry. Exactly. Uh, he, so he tells her, you know, I, I kind of want more clarity in regards to your like your your family situation, because you know, as, coming into this, he says he wanted someone that had a good family life and someone that could come into his family, like kind of vibe with 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 him and his folks. Uh, and he's, you know, when someone doesn't have a good relationship with their family, that's really a big question mark for him. This was this this whole conference, this whole segment, just awful look for Ben. Awful. I agree. Oh, Ben's number <laughs> one fan. You're losing a fan, Ben. Let, I just want around. the best for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> turn around, you lose your fans. No, this was an awful look for Ben. I just felt like he was coming from a place of being like high and mighty. Extremely about, judgmental. Yeah. Yes, extremely judgmental. Like there is no correlation. Well, yeah, let me just say that. There's I, I don't think that there is any correlation between someone's relationship with their parents and how they're going to get along with your parents. Right. And especially without because it, it sounds like he doesn't have a lot of knowledge about why they are strange. Right. Right. Now, it could be that the father was very toxic and abusive himself, and she chose to remove herself from the situation, whatever it may be. 
But without knowing the situation, you can't sit here and say that like, oh, you have problems with your family. So you obviously cannot function in a family dynamic. Yeah, you have no idea. This is Ben was saying she has no idea how families work. So how would she get along with mine? Yeah. So very, very, very. The the, the problems persist as he next tells her. So, you know, I was talking to your mom and uh, she told me that you still have student debt. (laughs) What the heck is that about? And and they're just still trying to go to like nurse practitioner school. And he says, you know, I'm not really sure how that's going to really align with my goals. I'm trying to get financially free, so I'm not really sure how your issues, what you got going on, is going to really help me in that regard. That's basically what he's saying. Like, I don't understand how your crap is going to align with my goals. And so, rightfully so, uh, Morgan's like, I I just feel like you're really closed off to understanding my situation, and and I would just like you to be a little more understanding and trust that I'm going to take care of the stuff that I need to deal with. Like, I'm not going to ask you for any money. I'm not going to ask you for any help with these debts. I'm not going to come after your investments or your assets. I'll even I'll even go Stasha route and sign a post up for you. She didn't say that. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, she's like, I don't want to know your crap. Have, yeah, she, that was the point she was making was like, I don't need, she said, I don't need a penny from you. But it is, it is like, you know, I think someone pointed out in a previous week when we were talking about just finances and how it affects is that like your spouse can bring your credit score down. Um, uh, I mean, your spouse, your spouse can't bring your credit score down unless you have like stuff in each other's names. Mm. Um, what the issue will be like if you're trying to buy a house. Yeah. Uh, and you're trying to buy a house together, you know, that student debt, depending on the, uh, I guess you would say the status of the debt, whether you're paid up or not, is going to affect your credit score. It's going to affect how much money you can get to buy a house. Right. I think what he's not understanding at this point or what the way he's approaching it is as if she is she neglects those debts. Yeah. She's not concerned with them. She's not being responsible. And then it's just like, you don't know how she's handling that. Why don't you get an understanding before you judge how she is handling that debt? He just hears debt and is like, Dave Ramsey, this is awful. He malfunctions. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) so like, he's like, he's borderline shaming her for having student debt, which, you know, don't quote me on this, but millions of people have student debt. My guess would be. Yeah. But like, that sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's shaming her for something that tons and tons of people deal with. I I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. It's, I I just want to go back to last week. Like this week, I want to tell Ben, shh, shh, shh. Just, just look pretty. <laughs> Stop talking. Where's your mute button? Stop learning more and saying things. Where is your mute button? Is it is it on uh, the back of your your head? Is it your CPU? Where is it? Where's the reset? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't met a robot this malfunctional since Julie Chen Moonvest. <laughs> um. So he, you know. He says that from the start, he's been super open. He even read books, Asia. He read books. Okay? Not books. Not books. And that he has been super honest from the beginning about who he was and what he was about and what he needed. So she asked him, so do you feel like we're not matched well? Is that what you're saying? He literally does not answer. <laughs> he looks down the sand. 
We go to commercial, right? Mm-hmm. We come back. I'm so like, we okay, better come back. So are we gonna we're gonna get his answer? We did not get his answer at all. He, he was like, well, I feel like on the surface, he says, <laughs> we yeah, have he stuff says, in common. He says, uh, he he said, she tells him, she said, I wish you saw me, you saw the good in me. He says, well, I do, I do, and on the surface level, we have a lot in common. You know, like the gym, <laughs> intermittent fasting. <laughs> And good vibes. The the That's- three cornerstones of any good relationship, anyone will tell you, is the gym, mm-hmm. intermittent fasting, and good vibes. The three top things you need in a relationship. You don't need to talk. You don't need to nothing. If you got if you got those three things, have you know, fun together. You, you know, uh, Jersey Shore, GTL, Gym Tan Laundry. Mm-hmm. This is GIG. Gym, <laughs> intermittent fasting, and good vibes. Right. <laughs> um, so he says, "Yeah, we gotta have that stuff in common." But the stuff that I preached was family, finances, and honesty. One hundred percent honesty. And why do you ask? Is he harping on honesty? One hundred percent honesty. We find out in the next, you know, very next second in a confessional. He tells us uh, that you know she pulled me aside, and she told me. That she has one class left. She she pulled me aside and told me, don't tell anybody. Yes, very but... important part. Very important <laughs> part of this. So don't tell anybody. But she has one class left to complete her B, what is it, BNS? BSN. BSN, Bachelor, Bachelor of, of Science, Science of Nursing. Nursing. Yes. Yeah. And that, you know, to him, that means that she lied about what she does to everyone, to the experts, to everyone. And, you know, she lied about who she is. And he just wants answers and clarity. So but she didn't. What does he? What makes him think that she lied and said that she had finished her BSN? Nothing. She didn't. It's not like she. It's not like she introduces herself to people. Says hi, I'm Morgan. I'm a nurse that has completed her BSN. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, she says I'm a nurse, which it's that's true. what she is. I think. I think what happened here is that he is, you know, ignorant about how the process works. Yes. So he thinks by her saying, I have one class left to complete my Bachelor of Nursing, he says, well, then you're not a nurse. Right. You just go, you just stay home all day and don't do anything. You don't go to a hospital. You're not a nurse. You say you have one class left to be a nurse and you're not a nurse. He is equating it with like, I'm walking around saying I'm a doctor, but I still haven't finished medical school. Right. So I just think at that point it was ignorance on his part because he didn't understand how that worked. How and it didn't, and I think he also got a different perception of it because she said, "Don't tell anybody." Right. Is- so that's another part of this, right? Why? Why was she so <laughs> insistent on him not telling anyone? What was why she has is this one a, Huh? That she has one class left. Yeah, why is this a big, dark secret? Uh, that part I didn't get either. That's why I was like, okay, so maybe she did say she had her BSN already? Maybe she told the... But, but what does that conversation come up? What does that conversation come up? I don't understand. If you're a what nurse, are your degrees? You're a I nurse. have my BSN. Right. I don't... I'm, I'm at a loss on both of their parts. Even if she... Let's say there's this world. That she put on her application, she has her Bachelor of Science in Nursing. 
And she tells him, hey, just so you know, I have one class left to look like official. If you have one class left of anything, you're there. You're official. You're there. Yes. So, okay. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking like, so I'm thinking like maybe she's filling out her application for Married at First Sight, right? So typically, I think when I think of Married at First Sight, you know, I don't want to call them contestants, but cast, I think of moderately successful people. I feel like to be on the show, you have to have some level of success, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, unless you're like Michael from season 10. Right, but he obviously fudged and faked some stuff. <laughs> right. He like he blatantly lied. Yeah. So I think maybe she maybe she was fearful that she would not be chosen for the show if she did not have a bachelor's degree. If she only had an associate's degree. May, okay, maybe. Yeah. But who is been to say, "Oh, now, you know, you start out with that." Yeah. Which she talked about an after party. You, you know, you start out with that lie and then it's just going to, you know, spiral and everything else. <laughs> now, you're how, can a I trust, how can I trust you when I say you're going to go to the store when you lied on having a bachelor's of nursing? Right. How can I trust you when you tell me the truth above anyone else? Right. right. And how am I supposed to know you're not going to lie to me, too? <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 bizarre. So, I mean, yeah, if I'm thinking of anything, it's that like she lied on the application to the show because she wanted <laughs> to seem like she had a bachelor's because you, you would imagine there's like, what's your highest level of education? And yes. you, you like check the box for bachelor's because you have one class left. You basically have it. One so class. She, and say, she's probably thinking by the end of this, I will have that class. Right. So you just check bachelor's and just like fine, whatever. She probably wasn't even thinking that much about it. Mm-hmm. And then they were probably talking about school and their educations and she was just like hey just don't just keep it under your hat but you know technically I got one class left till I technically have my bachelor's just just keep it under your hat because I told the producers and all them that I had it. Ben is making it seem like she said oh I have my law degree but I haven't started law school yet but don't tell them. I barely graduated high school. But for all intents and purposes, as far as you're concerned, I'm a lawyer. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It's the smallest lie. Does Ben think that Ben Ben is blown up? Does Ben think she's walking to the hospital with no medical training? That she has just lied to everyone and she just walks around not knowing what she's doing. She's giving people drugs. She's putting, but she's shooting people with some of the syringes. She has no idea what she's doing. She doesn't know what she's doing. She has a class left. She's supposed to learn all that in that last class she yeah, has. That's all the important stuff. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. So, uh, it's at this point where this gets even worse, right? This is yeah. already gone so bad for Ben. Like, this there's just a cascading like amount of bad for Ben here. Uh, so then he tells her, so, you know, the thing you told me not to tell anybody, I kind of told Justin, I told Tree, right? I told Tree. And, you know, apparently Justin told Alexis, which tells me that in this short time this group has spent together, they all know you don't tell Alexis nothing because Alexis told every single person. Because <laughs> right. if Alexis knows, everybody knows. Okay. <laughs> Right. Because that's the bad part that he told Alexis. When have you found the time? Y'all are on this honeymoon for three days. Right. (laughs) And so, you know, if Alexis knows that every single person knows, Alexis can't keep her mouth shut. Mm -hmm. 
So then she's like, well, I mean, it's not like I lied to you. You know, I told you everything. He says, well, you know, the lie comes from, you know, I'm done with school or I'm not done with school. That's where you lie. (laughs) I had one class left. You jerk. Hey, and if she has one class left, then she's not even paying on her loans yet. Right. You know, <laughs> worry time before she even starts. She can start. You can teach her, Ben, how to save before <laughs> she has to start paying off those loans. But what are you doing? You're not giving her a chance to explain herself at all. Uh, so then she tells me, no, I, you know, I thought that I explained it to you and that we were fine. But apparently, if you're out there talking behind my back to everybody, we're not fine. Uh, and that's when the confessional, she tells us, you know, I have been working as a nurse. Um, the only thing the bachelor's degree does is advance my career. She explained a little more on after parties saying that, you know, there are, you know, nurses that there are probably half the nurse workforce is working on an associate's degree. Like, it's not a big deal. It's a normal thing. The only thing that a bachelor's degree does is advance your career, probably get you paid a little more. That's it. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. When was the last time Ben was in the hospital and he a nurse walked in to help, you know, Can do I his check vitals? Your credentials? What what do you have your bachelor's degree? <laughs> yeah, check your credentials. Do you have your diploma handy? Right. Uh she, you know, she tells him that by going to to someone else, this makes me think that, you know, that you we're not good, which I thought we were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a confessional, she tells him that she apologized to him profusely when she told him about the lie. And is shocked that he went behind her back and it hurts her. I'm shocked that you had to apologize profusely. What are you apologizing profusely for? Did he make you apologize? <laughs> was he like, oh, oh wow. I, I want to know what his reaction was when she initially told him because it sounds like he made a big deal of it and she had right. to apologize to him. Yeah. And 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 for her to feel like so heartbroken over this and like feeling like he betrayed her trust. Um, it must have been an ordeal. Like it yeah. was like a oh okay, this is a big conversation. This is resolved, and then for her to find out, he went on and continued to talk about it because he couldn't this, talk to her. I guess I don't know. This to me is like if my wife asked me, so did you did you take out the trash? I'm like, yep, totally did. Totally <laughs> did it. Next morning, she looks outside, says I didn't sees I did not take out the trash. Mm-hmm. This is a level of lie to me. Like that, this is <laughs> not a big deal. You might get your wife a little upset at you for a second, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to apologize profusely for lying about not taking out the trash because I didn't want to get up while I was watching Big Brother and take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the whole reason that this got as big as it did was not because of Morgan; it's because of Ben. Yeah, because he and made his overreaction it. to it. So she tells him that he has betrayed her trust by revealing this private information after they promised each other they wouldn't talk about. It. So that's the big thing for me is that we promised that we weren't going to talk about. It. Yes. If I just told you this information and did not like put down the caveat of like, hey, let's make sure we're not telling people. And then you told I wouldn't be that mad. But we promised we weren't going to talk about it. Yeah. He says he needed someone to go to about it. Why? <laughs> right. Why you were, did you? Because you were that upset about it. Okay. Why? Then why did you make it seem like you were cool when you left the conversation? Why was this such a big, dark secret? It's not like she just told you she murdered someone and you had to get it off your chest. 
She had a yeah. class left. Like, why, why did you feel the need to run to somebody to talk about this? And it and okay. And if you were going to go to somebody about this, why isn't it like a friend at home? Why isn't it your mommy who Pick you love so phone. much? Hey, according to Lindy, if you are invested in this process, you don't even know where your phone is. Yeah, you have no idea. It, it could be <laughs> it could be lost in the ocean somewhere. You got no clue. But like, why did you have to go to someone in the group with you mm-hmm. because you're all in this group together and you know if you tell them there's a good chance it's going to get out mm-hmm. I just don't understand why it had to be someone in the group and not why if he had talked to somebody about this why it wasn't like somebody back home, where it would be less of a chance to get back to her that you were talking about yeah I'm thinking the only thing could be that Maybe he went to Justin thinking like, am I overreacting? But no, I don't even think he thought that was a possibility. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't in the confessional, uh, Morgan says, you know, the person I thought Ben was is totally gone. I don't know who this person is. Mm. Uh, you know, at the wedding, his family and his friends told me that he was going to put me first, but I'm just not seeing that. I'm not seeing that with what he did. He he broke my trust. She yeah. tells him again, like, you broke my trust. He says, oh, I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then we leave that conversation. What a conversation. What a conversation. <laughs> when we saw this in the preview, I was like, oh, no brainer. They, they hooked up. Mm-hmm. He told the cameras or whoever, and she didn't want to tell that. Boom, settled, done. You got me, Mavs. You got me. <laughs> I think it'd be something so stupid as this, but you got me. You, you yeah. got me with your editing, Mavs. Good job. <laughs> So next, we went to uh, Kristen and Alexis. So Kristen needed to vent to Alexis. So they started the conversation where uh, Kristen's like, oh, you know, I value your strength, Alexis. And she's like, says the strongest girl out here. So they're they're getting along really well. Um, Kristen is really worried right now that Mitch hasn't been in a serious relationship in a very long time. And Alexis is like, look, from all the stuff you've told me, it looks like you just need to count small wins with him. Just count count the small wins and that'll help you out. And Kristen's like, yeah, because it's like very confusing because now he's starting to talk about the future. And so I'm kind of walking on eggshells because I just don't I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like he gave me that information and now we're here. And Alexis was like, well, when I think about Mitch, I think about you can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> Because he is super old and 41 years old. She's like, yeah, so like, because Mitch is 41. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then Alexis says, like, she's trying to compare her own situation to Krista. She's like, look, I could have been with Justin six months ago, but I thought he was a little too skinny and a little too nice. And I almost missed my biggest blessing. So it's like she's trying to give she's trying to give advice for Kristen to give Mitch a chance. She almost missed the greatest blessing of her life. Asia. Big statement. <laughs> this man that she met six days ago is the greatest blessing of her life. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But uh, no, the, the, the advice here from Alexis, very good advice. Great advice. I, I don't know where Alexis gets her like uh, wisdom from, but most of the mm-hmm. time it's, it's pretty good. She has some good, some good takes, I would say. Right. Yeah. So that was a nice little I, I, I can I can picture them leaning on each other a lot. Um, even once they get back to San Diego. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where like because when she when Alexis comes up, she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. You know, <laughs> we are best of friends now. Like since when? Mm-hmm. <laughs> since when? they grew up together. Yeah. All right. They're acting like Ben. And Justin are acting like closer friends than Woody and Miles from <laughs> season 11 who actually knew each other. For years, right? Yes. So, speaking of Justin and Ben, we come to the most unrealistic segment mm-hmm. of this show that I've ever seen where Ben has successfully beat Justin in basketball. It makes sense to me. What makes you think that Justin is a solid basketball player? I I just feel like he could just like, <laughs> like just constantly bat the ball down. He could just sit next to the hoop, and be like, nope, nope. You gotta nope. know what to do with the limbs. I guess, and he did like he didn't seem to know what he was doing. He was giving like Ben just like tons of space. He just yeah. was standing there, like, <laughs> oh, okay, I guess I didn't get that. Right. I mean, so I like Justin's the type of person like that would probably like rebel against the fact that he's so tall, and people probably his whole life mm-hmm. were just like. You know, you should play basketball. You're so tall. He's like, oh, I get it. Okay. Ha, yeah. Great. Want to go play basketball? <laughs> and it's like, no, screw it. I'm not playing basketball. Just because all y'all want you to play basketball, I'm not going to play basketball. I will have even, no basketball talent whatsoever. Won't you do even it. know basketball etiquette? Like, Ben shot the last shot, made it. Justin called game. It's like, you just lost. <laughs> well, I guess you beat me. I think Justin was just tired. He didn't want to play anymore. He's like, oh, I guess you game. got me. Yeah, I guess you got me. You scored 10 points in a row when right. five minutes. Guess yep, yep, you got me. Guess we're done. Yeah. So they sit down after uh, Ben beats him at basketball. And uh, Justin asks how things are going. Uh, ben tells him that, you know, Morgan's pretty mad at me right now about going to, to Justin to talk about their problems, talk about uh, what Morgan told him not to talk about. And, you know, she thinks that I stabbed her in the back. You know, I guess I kind of did, but I didn't mean <laughs> to. Uh, Justin asks if he trusts her. He says, uh, you know, she's really giving me no reason to. And, you know, I kind of realized that I overreacted to the lie, which wasn't even really a lie. I think I think she kind of straightened him out after that like conversation. Like, listen, I am a nurse. I go to the hospital every day. I am actually a nurse. (laughs) He's like, what I do. Oh, how? (laughs) 
I have something called an associate's degree, which allows me to nurse. <laughs> so, so I think he kind of got straightened out there. So, like, uh, well, we intercut all this talk. Uh, this segment is Justin had been playing basketball, and then we also intercut with Morgan, Stasha, and Lindy having a little talk, uh, just a girl talk uh, with the three of them. So Morgan is telling the girls about her talk with Ben. Uh, she says, you know, he kind of came into this whole marriage for sight experiment with the expectation of somebody with good family relationships and financial security. And, you know, she tells the ladies, you know, I do have student loan debt, which Lindy is like, oh, I know about that. <laughs> yep, I'm with you. I got the debt, too. And it's really it really is an albatross over my neck. I cry about it. You cry about yours. I cry about mine. I didn't think I'd get a man because I had student loan debt. <laughs> She's like, yep, gotcha. I know about that girl. Right. I forgot how she like voluntarily brought that up the other day. Yeah. Uh, so she says that, you know, she and Ben had made an agreement not to talk about finances and any of that stuff until after they got back um, to San Diego. But he just keeps bringing it up anyway. We cut back to Ben and Justin. Ben tells Justin he doesn't like, you know, he just doesn't want all the surface stuff. He wants to go deeper. He wants to talk about how they're going to grow with each other. Um, you know, Justin, he says, you know, Ben, you deserve the perfect wife because I know that you will be the perfect husband. I literally have in parentheses, you have Noah's man for five days. <laughs> Justin says, you're like a needle in a haystack. And when a woman is as lucky as she is to have you, it is important for her to be truthful. Well, I, I just need to know. We need to know why does Justin believe Ben is the perfect husband? I have no idea. What qualities outside of Ben as a person? Because you don't know what he's like as a husband. You have not seen him with her. Not at (laughs) all. You haven't seen him outside of the 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 confines of honeymoon. Where are you? I I don't understand. This makes me question everything Justin says. They probably yeah exactly they probably cumulative cumulative hour these people these two have spent talking to each other since they met tells Justin mm-hmm. all he needs to know okay great judge of character this Justin is apparently uh, so then we get Morgan telling the girls that you know she wanted a man that was going to be proud of who she is but instead she's got someone over here judging her for her finances um. The girls, the other ladies, uh, Stasha and Lenny talk about, you know, yeah, we're not just check boxes. We're actual people. Um, and Morgan tells them, you know, a lot of trust has been broken from him. Uh, not sure how they're going to get get through it. She says Ben has asked her how to rebuild trust for her. She says she's never been in a situation like this. Normally, when something like this happens, she just walk away. <laughs> you spill my secrets. I'm gone. I'm done. But she's still here right now and showing up for the marriage because she is contractually obligated to. <laughs> Stay <laughs> in this marriage. <laughs> right. Uh, we cut back to Justin and Ben. Justin asks what the next steps are for Ben. He says, you know, it's all about building trust and uh getting those small wins with uh, with Morgan. Justin shares, you know, yeah, I've had similar issues where, you know, I didn't put myself first. And I had to make sure you have to make sure when expressing yourself, you make sure that you tell her it's because you care. Ben says he's taking ownership for his part in all this and he's taking ownership in his part in fixing it. Uh, back with the girls, Lindy says it's about managing expectations and it will take time to make sure that she's being heard, seen, and accepted. Uh, Stasha says, uh, Lindy, I don't know what you're talking about because uh, sounds like you got some inconsistencies here in your words and actions because 
last he spoke to you, Miguel tried to ask with you, and you said you didn't want it, so you built a connection. And uh, how did it change all of a sudden? I was so glad she brought this up because how uh, little did Lindy forget? She just said that. <laughs> I said, "Ooh, oh, <laughs> Sasha, on the shade." That was that was some low key shade. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. and Lindy says, "Well, you know, we've been asking more questions and mm-hmm. getting to know each other deeper. I feel like we did build that connection." No, I, I, AKA, I've been doing a lot of talking, and at this point, I feel like he knows me. <laughs> yeah, we're we're in that level now. Uh, also, AKA for me, I you know I just relented. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. that's, what, that's what I get from this anyway. Yeah, Stasha, Stasha says, you know, I just want to make sure that you know you weren't feeling pressured to have sex because uh, you know she's been through that herself. And at that point, Sasha starts getting emotional, starts crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindy reassures her that it was very mutual. And Stasha, it, you know, and some comments you would think Lindy would say, would say, you know, it's just so soon. And, you know, giving, you know, giving your body up like that is something so precious. Yeah, I, I know people will look at this a couple of different ways. Uh, I know Judith in the Facebook group said Stasha is kind of dumping her baggage of past relationships onto uh, Lindy and Miguel. Just focus on your stuff. But that could be said about all of these couples. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> But um, I think the reason that this wasn't taken with like, I feel like Lindy misinterpreted how Sasha, what Sasha was, why Sasha was saying what she was saying. Because what it sounded like was, it seemed like from Sasha's perspective, like I've been that, I've been there. I'm, I'm, I am older than you. So I'm kind of trying to help you. So to make sure that you don't, you know, have or I guess you don't walk in the same shoes that I did at that point because I know how I felt after the fact whereas Lindy's thinking you don't know me I've always dealt with shame and I'm feeling like I'm getting that all over again and all I want from y'all is support and so I think if like they were better friends this would have been taken better from Stasha it's just yeah. it's too early because you, you do kind of get the notion that Lindy feels this is a little bit of a dig. Yeah, yeah. because she turns it right back around on Stasha mm-hmm. and says, well, you know, I, me and Miguel were talking and uh, Miguel saying, you know, Nate doesn't feel like he doesn't feel like Nate's authentic and he feels like he's very curated. What do you got to say about that, Stasha? Because you want to talk about my relationship. What about your relationship? Uh, Lindy says, you know, that, you know, I'm so immersed in this experience that I haven't paying any attention to my phone. I don't even know where it is. Somebody could have stolen it. I have no idea. <laughs> she says, but Nate's over That's here. That's dangerous. Uh, yeah. Lindy, you are in a different country. Exactly. Nate's over here on his phone constantly taking pictures, mm-hmm. taking videos. I'm just wondering how you feel about it, Stasha. And then, you know, Stasha, to her, Stasha could have come at this any type of way. It really could have. But she does say, well, yeah, it's something I've definitely thought about. And, you know, I kind of question his intentions and it makes you, you know, I really just want him to peel back the layers of himself. Interesting. Yeah. It, it, so for one, this is not her place. Just like with Sasha and her opinion on them having sex. I get Lindy's point of like just needing support. But I don't knock her for just like, okay, this was where I was coming from or this is where I what I've been through. But with this situation, 
This is Lindy blatantly throwing shade at Nate and his phone mm-hmm. usage and saying, I'm just wondering, like, why does he care? Why does he care yeah. so much? <laughs> and it clearly was coming on the heels of Lindy not liking that Stasha even had an opinion about her and Miguel consummating their marriage. So it was just like, what was and it, it feels like it feels like Lindy's like grasping at straws a little bit with the mm-hmm. whole phone thing. I feel like there are different people on vacation. People on vacation that yeah, don't take photos. People it. on vacation that take photos all the time. Right. And you don't know what it's like when they're just together. I'm sure if like, you know, obviously when they're ex- excursions, he had his phone out all, you know, but it seems like, I mean, and these are just specific filming scenes that we are seeing, but they do have a lot of conversations together. We know on their first night, they stayed up to 3 a.m. talking. Right. So it's not like the phone issue is a not like a Mark the Shark situation where he Mark can't get shark. off his phone while he's talking to her. So Mark, it's just like put your phone down and pay attention to me. <laughs> I just want a consistency. It's just it was just out of line. Back. Out of line. And I think Lindy did say something about like, yeah, just like. You don't know what's going on in my bedroom. I don't know what's going on in your bedroom. So I'm going to go ahead and make assumptions like you did about me. Yeah. Exactly. That sounded like. Right. Exactly. So then we got this quick scene with Kristen and Mitch. I did not get the point. I was like, oh, we're not going to get the. So basically, she's on the beach. She's doing a selfie video. He's out in the water surfing. She's like, I'm just very happy to see him in his element. It was so that weird. Was they, gave us, they gave us the whole like flash of their pictures, like Kristen and Mitch. I was yeah. like, okay, Kristen and Mitch segment time. Here we go. Right. And Kristen's taking a selfie like a proud mom. <laughs> like, there goes my boy out there surfing. You see him? You see the little dot out there? I'm so proud of him. I just want to support him in everything he does. And I am so happy to do it. Right. Like, so. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, and then I, we didn't see him come to shore and then have a conversation. That was it. Because Mitch did not have lines in this episode. No. <laughs> so. We didn't see him come back to sh- come back to shore with a second gash on his head. Nothing like that. <laughs> right. right. Didn't need a new bandage. <laughs> yeah. So then we got Lindy and Miguel. They were kayaking. Um, I do know that water sport. I have done <laughs> that. <laughs> um, and she tells him like she has nothing but respect and admiration for him. And um he was like, yeah, we didn't have like any relationship ending fights. <laughs> They're like, okay. <laughs> there has a has doesn't have to go to that level just yet. Um, and Lindy says, like, she feels like they're so different and like she wants to throw it all out there, which we know she says so much when she talks to him. And he's more of a like a just let it come kind of guy. Yep. And she was like, you know, he has said that he has these boxes that he wants to check in order to fall in love. And so she's feeling like there's a lot of pressure with that because now she's feeling like, okay, am I checking this box? Am I checking this box? And she's explaining this in a very Lindy way where she's like running through all the scenarios. And he's like, look, look, I just, I just want you to be you because you wouldn't want me to fall in love if you weren't being you. So just be yourself. And if I don't like that person you are, I'm out. Then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> you just better hope you're somebody I like. Right. Literally what he was saying. He's like, if you being you is someone that I won't fall in love with, then that's that. And just like, <laughs> just like wash my hands of it. That's it. I just won't like you. 
<laughs> and uh, and so then he's just like, right now, he just doesn't know where he's at. And she's like, OK, for you, is this a two month experiment or a real marriage? He's like, I, I don't know. He gives we her shall no, see. He gives her no assurances whatsoever. Nothing. He's just like, well, well, I don't know. We'll see. As if like, he doesn't know, it's just feeding more to her paranoia. Exactly. Like, uh, I, th- I thought that he was going to be able to handle this. He was going to have the patience for it, but I don't. I, I'm not seeing that. Right, and it and it's so odd because we even see that with Lindy, like from the little bit that we've seen of her, which he had at this point, he has seen a lot more than we have of her, like talking to her, getting to know her. I mean, we in already more know. ways than one. He's seen more of her than we have. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so we even know that that's how you should approach Lindy because she is an overthinker. She is going to run through every scenario. Um, and you just need to reassure her, not falsely, but at least express yourself. Yeah. That's what she's not getting. You saying, we shall see. You what? Just express yourself better than just a shrug. I mean, yeah. like, eh, I don't know. Exactly. She's like, well, I don't know if it's going to scare you or not, but I, I got married because I want a life partner, <laughs> <laughs> which that shouldn't scare him. But he's also the we shall see guy. So but He's like, yeah, me too, I guess. but i did like she said like uh she's like you know yeah we just have to accept each other's quirks like you know i know that you are a pervert and that's just who you are like she literally (laughs) said that that, like you're a pervert i know that about you so i just accept that oh these two it's it's almost like he likes that he i don't want to put that on him i was gonna say it's it seems like he he understands that she really likes him yeah. So that puts him in this power position because he has not expressed that. He likes her. He thinks she's cute, but he's not like where she is at all. I mean, and, I can see him doing that unknowingly. Yes. Like, I know, know that's why I said I don't want to, to put that. it on yeah. him. I don't think he's intentionally doing it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So then we kind of naturally flow into all the couples are getting together. They get together for this like cocktail hour slash dinner. All the couples come together. The Avengers and, moment of the episode. Right. They all walk up together. Only couple that don't look like a couple is Bor- um, Morgan. Morgan. Ben and Morgan. Ben Morgan. <laughs> That's the new name, Ben Morgan. Ben Morgan. But they kind of lightly touch on how they like they had a little rough patch, but they are okay, right? It's just very like casual. Here comes yeah. Lindy out of absolutely nowhere. It's literally the meme where it's like no one blank yeah. lindy i don't mean to call you out in front of everybody but i'm totally about <laughs> to call you out for everybody like that's what i'm about to do she's like he basically said he's not sure if this is like gonna be an eight-week thing or not and um and he said look i can i can just give i i i can give someone my all for eight weeks but then i can decide at that point like what i want to do and she was like, you know, you said, I don't know. I'm giving it eight weeks, which rewind a couple minutes. We he didn't say exactly that. Not exactly that. Yeah. I did like what she said. That everybody went, ooh, you yeah. said that? <laughs> Instigators. <laughs> Instigators. Oh, so so before that goes too deep, Alexa's like, I feel like this is a sit down conversation, which she's right. 
they it it is. <laughs> they all sit down to eat, but they don't continue that, which I kind of wish they did. Yeah. Like sit down. Okay. So <laughs> as we were saying. Right. Um, and so when they sit down, Justin and Alexis do this really icky thing where they'll they're like about to kiss and she's like, I'm not gonna lick you. I'm not gonna lick you. He's like, You're gonna lick me. And then they kiss and it, ugh. I would have to tell him about this. Like, y'all, this is private you time back at your villa. Okay. This is not group dinner conversation. This is not group dinner behavior. Y'all need to calm that stuff down. All right. They're too much. You are They're in public. <laughs> this is a public setting. <laughs> you are at a dinner where food is being served with other people. Do not make me sick. Read the room. Um, and so they kind of are like doing check-ins around each couple. And so they start with Nate and Stasha and Stasha says that Nate is concerned that she's going to revert back to work mode when they get back. And um, she said that like, she's building or he says that she's building a home right now. And she invited him to live with her. She's going to move her sugar baby right on in. <laughs> so come on in baby. <laughs> I got us. I got the roof over our head. We are. I bought good. you a PS Five. <laughs> I bought you a gaming setup. You all set, baby. Right. <clears throat> Which, hey, props to Stasha because you know I have a house. I have a house myself, and that would just make things easier if I find someone that just wants to come here. Right. Yeah. Let's move. You gotta do any moving. Right. Make them move. I'm like, hey, I'm, it's going to be like, hey, let me convince you why this is, would be such a great place. <laughs> like selling my home. <laughs> um, Nate, Nate was just written anyway. Nate, Nate, they didn't have any property. Yeah. He's like, Nate's. oh, I, let me let me see what I could do. Let me just make sure I can get myself in line. It, wor- it worked out. I talked to everybody. I'm good to go. Right. <laughs> me, and my other, me and my other four roommates said I could go ahead and move out and uh, they'll <laughs> right. miss my part of the rent, but it's fine. <laughs> Right. Uh, he's like, look, he, he has learned happy wife, happy life. He's on that happy wife, happy life vibe. And Lindy yells, you hit the lottery, bro. Which, <laughs> after what we've seen this episode, that felt very ingenuine. Yeah. Because exactly. we know how you feel about Nate. <laughs> oh, sounds like you hit the lottery. Right, exactly. Then we cut to Lindy and Miguel. Uh, and so um, we're, we're focused on them at the dinner. And, you know, Lindy said she's very interested in um, she's looking forward to like having dinner with him every night and sleeping in the same bed. And, you know, Miguel says that he does find it tra- uh, a very attractive. Oh, you're, talk- you're talking about Kristen and Mitch. Kristen, Kristen, Kristen. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Why I confuse their names so often. <laughs> like your face, I was like, am I muted? <laughs> <laughs> Kristen is very excited. I look at my notes like, we skip something? <laughs> no, it literally says Kristen. I said Lindy. Maybe she looks like a Lindy to me. Um, but Kristen is very, she's looking forward to like having dinner with Mitch every night and like sleeping in the same bed. And Mitch says he just finds it very attractive that he has a woman that is very opinionated and strong. He doesn't say beautiful. Not at all. And so he just, his main thing is he wants to make sure they find some time to connect. Really love a busy woman. I guess my end drift. <laughs> they are all so concerned that when they get off of this honeymoon, they are not going to have any time to bond. For sure. They, that's You're the one living of the together. Concerns. Where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> you don't come home. 
I'm so at some point. <laughs> exactly. Y'all should be doing stuff together. If you are not working, why are not enjoying each other's company outside of work? Hey, San Diego's a busy place. Uh, apparently. So then we uh, start talking about um, Morgan and, and, and Ben. And so Morgan is, she's worried about her work schedule. And this is a very shady segment. Mm, so <laughs> it's um, Morgan time. Yeah. So Morgan is, she is innocently expressing herself, which I do see the concerns, but I feel like Morgan is totally like, has no idea of how this is coming off. Yeah. <laughs> she's just talking. She's like, yeah, really worried about my work schedule. Like I got so used to like coming home and like, De- like decompressing by myself so like that's going to be an a- adjustment and and like I told the experts like I need someone who can take care of himself because I can't I don't have time to take care of somebody else I really don't and she's like I'm just not used to talking about my feelings after uh, feelings about my feelings about work like to anybody and, this, and then this, this, this starts to this, this starts to Statler and Waldorf yeah of the Married at First Sight uh, cast of Lexus yeah. and Justin over there in the corner with the, th- this is the 10 year vet, like yeah. marriage move. <laughs> like we're going to talk about you right in front of your face. We're going to whisper to each other, but we're going to talk about how, like how you don't got this. It's like a so- family. Yeah. It's like a family dinner where like the grandparents are off in the corner. Like, mm, I don't know about her. Child don't but- know what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's Alexis whispering to Justin, like well, what she need Ben for. <laughs> she's like does she want does she want a roommate or a husband and Justin's like roommate he, he does the perfect <laughs> husband thing he just goes along with what she's like uh, yeah. you know she want a roommate yep that's, I, I see what you're saying <laughs> roommate that's what it is yep you tell him baby yeah. So then Alexis can't take it anymore. She's done enough whispering and she's like I want to know how Ben fits into this situation and Ben motions motions with his forearms up in front of his face, him practicing his hip thrust. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> ben, stop it. Like, are you are you 12? What is yeah. what? Oh my God. Come on. Absolutely. <laughs> so he does that and um And so then like Ben brings up like, yeah, well, like, you know, you also on top of all that, you also have Muay Thai, you have the gym and, you know, we're going to have to like, you know, or that concerns me basically. And so um, Morgan said they're just going to really have to reciprocate. Which is mainly it's sounding like the way that it was being phrased was she's going to need to put in some effort because it sounded like she just wants someone who fits into her equation. Right. And uh, Justin whispers to Alexis, she's irritating me (laughs) because Ben is... She's disrespecting my best friend. Yes, Ben is his best friend. Can't take it. Yeah, and Alexis is like, Morgan just wants a companion on her terms. Yeah, and they see some of the stuff in the confessional where they're just all like all over each other like mm-hmm. she's like hugging him like he's about to fly away in the wind he might he's pretty light he's pretty <laughs> he like one of those big sheets or something uh i mean yeah it was it was, <laughs> it was just too much. funny but 
But yeah, then they cut to Alexis and Justin. So we get to Alexis saying, you know, you know, my, my job is so stressful. It'll be interesting to see how he handles that when I'm stressed out about work. Uh, so I forgot who it was. My, I think Miguel asked her what she does for work. She says, I am a logistician. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even know how to say it. Yeah, wow, I was like, oh, is. she can't say it. I'm not even going to try. Right. And she says, basically, I work with numbers and ordering. Not, not that important. Uh, he's, you know, Justin says, you know, when, when she comes home, he wants to make sure she has nothing to worry about. I'm going to take care of the dogs, you know, and to start her day, I'm going to get her a smoothie. Boom. <laughs> And then Miguel basically turns the tables on Alexis when she was asking about uh, Ben and Morgan. Says, "All right, so he's gonna do all this stuff for you. What are you gonna do for him?" Alexis says that she will be his support system and his security and protect him at all costs, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and even financially. And she will feed life into him behind the scenes. She caters to her man. Says, "No, <laughs> I got a suitcase full of lingerie." And so. <laughs> we get to this confessional of with Ben and Morgan, right? Ben asks Morgan, "Do you have a suitcase full of lingerie?" And she's like, "Ooh, you just got to wait to find out." And then Ben starts referencing sixty nine, and he ex- he's talking to the camera. I thought at first he's about to tell his mom what sixty nine meant sexually, mm-hmm. but he's like, "No, mom, no sixty nine is just a number." And Morgan apparently is the one trying to explain what the sex position is, and Ben is trying to muffle her, putting his hand over her mouth so she can't tell his mother what 69 is. Why was this needed? Why do I need to know more about how pervy they are? Like, I have it feels like y'all just putting all this stuff in here just to make me sick. (laughs) Absolutely. They're just acting young and giddy, and I'm like, oh, so all that's behind y'all? Y'all just decided to put that conversation on the back burner until you return to San Diego. So now y'all can just have fun. I, I also kind of think by this time in the dinner, we've had quite a lot to drink. Like, yes. <laughs> everyone seems like they have been uh, pretty socially lubricated, as Mitch mm-hmm. would say. Uh, so we go back to the dinner. Uh, Stasha comments, so you guys are just so in love, like talking to Alexis and Justin. Yeah. And at this at this moment in the episode, we cut to Mitch and Kristen's face at the dinner. And they just have the most stank face on. They're just like, oh, I wish. <laughs> like, it's so annoyed that they're not like that. Like, <laughs> they just both look miserable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, when Sasha says that to Alexis and Justin, Alexis, like, under her breath, says, yeah, I do love him. And Stasha and Justin have heard it because they're both right next to you. And they, they call it out. I was like, wait, what'd you say? What? Huh? Stasha, huh? the biggest instigator yeah, of it. Yep. And Alexis says, well, you know, I do want to spend the rest of my life with him. So this is just the beginning. Okay. So that, that's pretty much it for them. So we move on to Miguel and Lindy. One thing uh, I'm a little worried about them is the fact that they're so sure already. and decision they're like they're thinking like this is the beginning of our marriage it's not like an eight-week experiment to decision day and it's going to be like decision day is not a factor but then for one of them it will become a factor yeah and it's like oh well we still do have decision day coming up so i could make a different decision and then i don't know i mean if they said this at week five i'd be like okay cool Mm -hmm. y'all are at a place where it's like no decision day is not even a thing like we already know our answer 
Right. But y'all are at day five. Yes. Yeah, y'all are at day five, not week five. Uh, so Miguel's, Miguel talking about Alexis and Justin, he's like, I'm just, I'm just blown away that you two have already exchanged I love yous and you already know that you want to spend your lives together. Like, as much as I like Lindy, I'm not sure if I got more than eight weeks in me. <laughs> is what he says. Yeah. And he says, that's just something I need to answer for myself. Like, uh, he's like, literally turns like, I like her and all, but I don't know if I got to deal with more than eight weeks of this here. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be out after eight weeks. So, Lindy begins to agree with this, you know, saying, yeah, you know, you, 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 you it's eight weeks. You don't know what you're going to feel like in eight weeks. You know, and as this is happening, I'm like, didn't you just say the exact opposite thing earlier? And literally Alexis, steps away from this table. She said the exact opposite. Right. And then Alexis calls her out about it and said, well, Lindy, earlier you had a different mindset. You said the complete opposite. And he says, well, you know, I believe in marriage, but I also believe in meeting him where he is. And I appreciate he's being so upfront with me and telling me what he's really feeling. Uh, in a confessional, Justin, the relationship pro, says that, you know, <laughs> she's just agreeing with Miguel because she knows that's what he wants to hear. And she's not being true to herself. You could just you could see it in her eyes. Uh, Stasha says uh, at the table, she, Sasha says, I, I don't want to come for you, Miguel. But, you know, I still don't know about you and your story. I don't know anything about you. And I just have a lot of questions about what your whole deal is. And you know she's she she's starting in on him with both. Like, how long have you been single? Right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, a mariachi band comes up and starts yeah. playing, and Miguel is relieved. Yes. Yeah, Thankfully, he was saved by the bell. Saved by the band, and in a like, he and Lindy start whispering to each other. Well, mostly Lindy, of course, because she's the one always talking. Right. And Lindy tells him, "Yeah, we are. We're the real ones here." Uh, we're the ones taking it slow at our timing. I said, taking it slow. Y'all were the first to. <laughs> right. Y'all were buglies, if I recall correctly. They waited uh, six or seven days. Yeah, taking it slow and at their yeah. timing. And she also tells them, you know, we've had so many good effing conversations. And she says, I'm not worried, baby. You know that I'm not worried about it. So she's really like, uh, she's bringing it up. She's, she's, bring, she's bringing it full force. Uh, you know, she's like, she wants to defend him to be like, you know, this is my husband. And so I'm going to defend him and I'm going to come to his defense. But then don't share everything with everybody else and they won't have their own opinion. Yeah. I mean, You're the one that just called him out an yeah. hour ago. <laughs> In the in the Facebook group, uh, Kennedy Kirkland did call out like she thinks this is going to be a season where you know all the other couples' opinions are actually going to impact you know impact everyone's like feelings about their own marriage, and I can definitely see that. For sure. think more than anything else, this this is a season where everyone's in on each other's stuff. Like I remember mm-hmm. last season, we had a little bit with um, everybody kind of get into Chris and Alyssa's stuff because that was just such an obvious like ball of fire. That mm-hmm. they just had to comment on it because Chris at that group dinner last season, Chris kind of put it all out on the table. But this, no one's asking for any advice. They're just all throwing it in there at them. Like, yeah, this is your problem. This is what you should do. So I definitely kind of agree with that take that this is, might be a season where there's going to be a lot of talking in ears, maybe mm-hmm. affecting the outcome. Absolutely. 
So then uh, we get this like <clears throat> re uh, this, you know, the night after this, which is, I think, the last night of the honeymoon for everybody. Yeah. So Stasha and Nate, they're they flick the, the rose petals off their sheets. They're back in their room. And, you know, she's <laughs> Stasha's like, OK, after Miguel said what he said, I was like, heck no. <laughs> I'm coming for this man. Right. Uh, um, and you know they kind of talk about how you know Miguel and Lindy were questioning his intentions and Sasha was like I'm still trying to figure out your intentions too and he said uh, you know he was like well are you just waiting for something bad to happen because he talks about in a confessional like I think everything's fine. I've given no reasons for her to have any red flags. So I don't know where this is coming from and why she would be questioning anything. And I made sure to answer everything correctly and <laughs> right? in the right way. So yeah, literally. I feel I've been very careful with my answers. <laughs> Not sure why she's questioning things. He said it, it hurts that she's feeling that way. Uh, and so then he tells her he's falling in love with her. Yeah, that's what they do when they start expressing doubts. You got to up the uh, up the ante. Love bombing. And he, <laughs> yeah. she's like, really? She's like, yeah, look at us. He's like, look at us. He's like, it's pretty simple for me. And her eyes start watering. I don't know if she's actually crying or it's just watering. But in the confessional, she is crying because she's like, he deserves love. I deserve love. Um, but he just doesn't know, like, the depths of me. Who will Who will shed more volume of tears this season? Stasha or Tree? <laughs> Justin, hands down. Yeah, I think probably so. He, we've already seen he's going to be crying next episode. Oh, gosh. Uh, we, we did have like a kind of questioning in the Facebook group of, uh, I think uh, Barbara Dubrow did ask this, like, you know, she's surprised that Stasha's concerned about Nate. She says she, she likes Nate. I like Nate, but I think, I, you know, he is a little curated. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just kind of how he is. I I don't think I think he's, yeah, it's just him. Yeah, I don't think he's scamming. <laughs> right. He didn't know he was going to get hooked up with a sugar mama when he started this whole thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it's just like getting used to Nate because you do see the real, or you start to see a little bit more of the real person when they they're in those settings when it's all guys and all girls. And I like what I've seen from Nate in the All Guys. But I will say this. We did see a side of Nate at the bachelor party. Which That's was the only time I can think of, though. Well, I mean, and when the guys got together today, he's like, all right, we're going to find out who F. And <laughs> he doesn't really speak that way when he's with Stasha. Like, True. I think that part is interesting. But that could just be like, I speak with this way with my boys and mm-hmm. I speak this way to my woman. So I don't know. I think I think time will tell, but who knows? Yeah. So the next little thing we get is uh, Lindy and Miguel. This is a whole like getting ready for bed type of like, yeah. um, you know, all these segments in this in this part of the episode. So they're getting like ready a for really bed. quick hit. Probably. Yeah. Lindy says, you know, they have to keep focusing on each other and not the other couples. Even though they don't agree on everything, they need to keep supporting and understanding each other. And in a confessional, she says she does define her her forever person 
And she hopes that it's Miguel, but she's not sure, but she is eager to find out. Uh, they get in bed, notice some weird stains, some weird like purple, purple. stains. Yeah. I don't know what y'all been doing in your bed, but uh, I don't know if we're blaming housekeeping. We're blaming some weird stuff y'all been doing around here. Uh, she says that she's excited to get to the real world and test what they've been talking about. Uh, he says very drunkenly. Uh, he's thinking about the first time he saw her mm. and he wishes that the version of him that he is now could have met her at the altar and that would have yeah. added more to their special day. I just wish that I was... I. I wish I had the person I am now five days ago. So <laughs> he's he drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says their level of connection they already have is so intense. Just imagine what it'll be like in five months, maybe five years. It's only going to keep getting better. And she's, I, it just feels like she's just trying to pitch him like, hey, just just stay, just stick around. Don't go yes. anywhere. It's Please. like, yeah, this whole eight weeks is going to be her. It feels that it's going to be her trying to convince him to stick it out because yeah, stay here. if you give us Three months, then we could really work. If you give us two months and one day, <laughs> right. I just know that you're gonna love me. What if tomorrow everything clicks? <laughs> yeah. Make sure you say yes, please. <laughs> right. So so then we go move on to Kristen and Mitch um in their last night. Uh she's had fun and she's learned a lot about them. And he says, like, I know I'm a lot. And uh he's like you know, the best thing you can do is just, you know, thread the needle and just continue to be clear and hold me accountable. And she's like, well, I want somebody to hold me accountable, too. And I would like my husband to also want me. <laughs> so, yep. that so there's that. <laughs> yeah. Look at his face when she's telling him this stuff. It's just like, oh, oh, oh wish I wish <laughs> okay. I wish. Nice to want things. <laughs> <laughs> you can want all you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was it for them. Yeah, so we, we we come back to Alexis and Justin. Uh, she basically asks him, so why why do you have it out for Morgan so bad? As if she wasn't right along with him. Right. Talking about Morgan. <laughs> why were you talking to me the whole time about Morgan? Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> I think me she's talking fine. About Morgan. That was all of you. <laughs> in case Morgan sees us later. Right. They showed this to Morgan on the after party. I was like, that's that's shady. Y'all, how y'all showing yes. this to her? Like, y'all showing bad other I, I understand she's was... going to see it when the show airs, but for her to like single her out at this moment on TV, be like, you see what they're talking about you? What do you think about that? Right. Because they also showed they showed Mitch when Kristen was talking to the girls mm-hmm. to get his opinion on that. I was I'm like, pounce like oh. a tiger. He's like, I didn't pounce like a tiger. <laughs> more of a lion. <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, yeah, she asked Justin why he has it out for Morgan. He says, uh, you know, Ben reminds me so much of myself. And, you know, I can see in his face that something is off because, you know, I I know him. I've known him for so long. I can just tell looking at him. Something's off. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, compared to what he has told me and then what she was talking about at the dinner table, it just feels to me that she's being really fake. Big words, Justin. Uh, Alexis tells him, he, you know, it's not really... You're, you don't always have to save people. Let Ben take care of his relationship. It's not your job to be Ben's voice. And then Justin walks over to her, starts crying, and <laughs> a, she's hugging him. And she says, "You know," he says to her, "I feel bad because you know our experience, me and you, is so perfect. You know, I know Ben is his own man, but." 
out of all the other groups, Ben wanted this just as bad as me. <laughs> We're the only two that wanted it this bad. Those other three jokers, they don't want it as bad as we do. He says he wanted this so bad. So for him to get the opposite of what he wanted, he is being cheated by her. Mm-hmm. Not by she, the experts. Not by the experts, but by her. By her. Because <laughs> she was not being real and authentic. So to see his friend hurt, it breaks his heart, and he has to back him up. I want to get into a tangent a little bit. Okay. Did the experts do Ben wrong? No. He I wanted think- somebody family-oriented, which she claims she's not. She could want her own family. He wanted somebody financially secure, which I don't I don't know if I would call having student loan did not financially secure. Right. But did they give him what he wanted? I I think, well, there's balance. There's what someone wants, and there's also what the experts feels like, you know, if they are properly matching, they're like, this is someone you need. Yeah. Right. And so you know, we think about like Elijah Katina. He wanted somebody who was successful in her career, already there, and she's still in school. But then he realized, okay, that's not that big of a deal. <laughs> we can yeah. still do things we want to do. We can still travel. It's not a limitation in our relationship. But I don't think they did him wrong. I think that what they didn't anticipate is Morgan being more flexible. Morgan is trying to be a single woman who just has somebody to be single with her. (laughs) (laughs) Try to get a best bud. Right. Like she's not understanding that the things you did when you were single may be a bit, a little bit different once you're married, because now you have somebody else's feelings to consider as Alexis says, (laughs) the, uh, the, the wise Alexis. Wise sage um, <laughs> that is Alexis. Right. And they I think they didn't anticipate that there needed to be that she was gonna have to account for change to come in her life um outside of her normal routine. I mean, and yeah. they're not back yet. Things could yeah. change. That's and her I think, talking. I think she would have naturally picked that up as they went along. Like for her to say this at the dinner about like, I come home just to be by myself. I'm not used to people. I think she would have naturally just you know, learned to be flexible with it at the time. Mm-hmm. She would have come home and be like, oh, it's not too bad talking to somebody about my day. She's just not used to it. Right. Yeah. Back to Alexis and Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexis uh, says, you know, you can't stop someone from being hurt by being hurt for them. And she knows it's hard for Justin to be selfish because he is so selfless, but he is not adding value by being hurt for Ben. Uh, he apologizes and she says, don't apologize for having a soft heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they talk about her saying, I love you at the dinner table. And he starts kind of badgering her to say it again. She's like, oh, no, I don't want to say it the again. Most. I was just and like, uh, that back and forth. <laughs> whole back and forth. At first, she refuses. She calls him a soft. Bleep, bleep. Co- Coco no, melon she, face. Bleep. What is Coco melon? The uh, it's like the kid show that's on Netflix. It's always in the top ten, top ten shows because does he look like that? I I don't I don't think it was an accurate insult. I don't know if he does. Oh my gosh, that was so weird. I don't know. I've never watched. I well, 
I've watched an episode of Coco Melon, but you Google oh. Coco Melon, they're just like little little kids. Watch <laughs> kid shows on your off time, do you? When, when my goddaughter was young. Oh, sure. She's grown in five now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that insult threw me. Uh, but she eventually says, uh, I love you again. And he is so happy that he is you know, dancing out of the bathroom. Full dance routine. His tears have all dried up. Uh, in the Facebook group, uh, Mari Cavazos did bring up a <laughs> bring up something she says anyone else think justin needed therapy before going on national tv <laughs> she says i love when a person is in touch with their feelings but get it together how would how would how amazing would that be if they just if they're like okay we found you a match but the 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 caveat is you have to go through one month of therapy before we start the season here's my just, problem with that it would the take drama. away the, the value, <laughs> the entertainment value of the drama. True. If we got these, you know, mentally well-adjusted well people on this show, <laughs> we wouldn't have half the drama we have. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was it for uh, Alexis and Justin going to bed on last night. Yes. So then we have Morgan and Ben. They agree that the conversations that they've had were challenging, but they needed to have those. Ben says that he like he needs to be more open um, because we we saw how he behaved. Uh, he did apologize and just says like he does need to earn her trust back. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is all like uh, we're in the next morning now, starting with this Ben and Morgan segment. The morning yeah. they're departing, uh, we we go to Lindy and Miguel. Uh, she asks if he has any concerns about moving in together, and she gets, starts going on this rambling thing about I hope you don't resent me for me doing whatever I want to do when I'm at home and not working because I I've gotten to this point where I, you know I'm not working all the time and I I deserve not to work all the time and I just hope you don't judge me for how I spend my day whether I spend it all in bed or I go to the beach or call off the girls he stops you gotta, says, gentle, you gotta be gentle with my free time like if I spend money or I don't spend money <laughs> yeah he says listen you're you're worrying too much. Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves setting up issues that aren't even there yet. Uh, in a confessional, Miguel says, no, now I'm fine with Lindy. He literally says, I'm fine with her. Uh, <laughs> he <do>. really, <laughs> yeah, he really sees her as his wife and he doesn't want it to change, but they still haven't really lived together. They haven't fought together. So as Miguel's want to do, he says, ah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Just need him to care. Yeah. Just care. Like, I mean, about her, that would be nice. But also just care about the situation that you're in. Like, he's so nonchalant that it's just like the only thing we, we've seen, the only thing he's truly cared about now that that's happened, he feels one with her. Yeah. But everything else, uh, whatever. She's my wife now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, And so... She does. She does say like it's a potential trigger for her if he does come come at her. Yeah, don't come at me, bro. <laughs> right. Uh, and then the last segment we got was Kristen and Mitch. She says that last night was fun. They cuddled all night and all morning. And he's like, "Yeah." And we had a moment that we had to show restraint. So she says it's been a wild ride, but in a really good way. She has hope for them. 
And he's like, look, I don't think there's going to be a dull moment with us, especially with you. <laughs> it's not going to be a dull moment. Like, it feels like we missed a whole bunch of stuff in this episode of them together. Like, yeah, there was no progression according to this episode with them at all. Like, right. we saw her with other people. We saw him with other people. Not really together, though. Uh, even in the segment they had, they were far apart. Right. Exactly. So that was the episode. So usually we do the ratings throughout, but now we're going to just do a quick fire ratings of all the five uh, couples. Yeah. Uh, Alicia Rosen in the Facebook group seems to think that we are going to really come down our ratings a lot this week. I don't, I don't know about that. We'll see. I, I felt that way with oh, okay. a couple, but right. we'll see. Let's so let's started. start with Sasha, Nate. Sasha and Nate. How are you feeling about them? Uh, the needle hasn't moved much for me for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're still both confident, although uh, people are trying to shake uh, Stasha's uh, confidence in Nate. Um, I, I, I believe I'm at a four, so I'll stay at my four. Okay, I have confidence. Yeah, I forgot uh, to yeah. say this is on a rating of one to five, one being we think they're going to get divorced on decision day, five being we think they're going to stay together. Um, Jason and I were both at a four last week. I'm also at a four this week because I think that she's really, it seems like her big concern right now is this like her past of him not knowing everything about her. And I think it's going to surprise her that he's not going to have just this wild reaction whenever she does share with him. Yeah. Um, things going to be fine. She did mention something about like, uh, uh, he says he's not intimidated by me, but I haven't challenged him yet. I'm going to challenge him. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you planning, Stasha? <laughs> Is she planning on torturing like, him? That's just what I do. Like, he wish she wakes him up. Like, welcome to Hell Week. <laughs> We're gonna see if you can get past this week, where I challenge you every day. I challenge you and your ego every day. I get back to San Diego. She's like, you have to finish the house, <laughs> not the contractors. Only they left you want to live here? You better get up there and start shingling. <laughs> she wakes up on a bang of pots of pans every day. Right. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, yeah, I feel fine with them. Um, what about Morgan and Ben? Oh, boy. Uh, Morgan and Ben. Uh, where was I last week? Was I a two. two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's hard. It, it, I am very, very, very tempted to bring them down to a one. Woo-hoo. But I'm going to stay at my two. You haven't given a one all season. Yeah, I'm I, I'm tempted. Yeah, I'm very tempted. They're at like a 2.1. They better watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so you were at a two last week. So you're still at a two. Um, I've been at a three since the beginning of the season only because we didn't get a lot from them. I am now at a two. I just think even if they can get past this little bump and they can be like, oh, well, yeah, we are still attracted to each other. There's going to be more things to come. Yeah. That where, where are just you going at on to their, test them. On their chemistry. You said you saw chemistry between them. Last I see week. physical chemistry. I still don't see it. Still really? It. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I feel like she's attracted to him. He's attracted to her. They, I mean, but they say that. But like, I don't see any like. <laughs> Is that the truth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm really attracted to them. Oh, great. But I don't see the twinkle in the eyes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I see the twinkle in the eyes of Alexis and Justin. I see the twinkle in the eyes with uh, Stasha and Nate. Yes, I yes, I definitely do think their chemistry is stronger. But then, like, I think like it is 
I, th- I feel like Morgan and Ben's is a little bit stronger than Kristen and Mitch. Well, I mean, Kristen <laughs> <laughs> and Mitch character using the negatives, <laughs> so a zero is good, is, is positive there. I was gonna say I see the I see the twinkle in the eye from Miguel to Lindy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so okay what about Mitch and Kristen I can start this one so last week I was at a two this week I might actually go up to um, and now I'm gonna say my two hmm. where was I last week I was at a, two, a yeah? two you know what up to a three why not wow I, see... I still worry about him I'm, maybe it's just because we didn't get a lot from him this episode he didn't he didn't yeah. have an opportunity to put his foot in his mouth this episode. Right. <laughs> and we're going to get into the next time, but the next time on is a very hopeful for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, give me a three. Yeah, we still got eight more weeks to go. Uh, <laughs> or seven now that we've gotten through one full week after six episodes. Um, Miguel and Lindy. Miguel Last Lindy. week you were at a three. You know what? Uh, I'll take them down to a two. Yeah, I was at a two last week and I'm at a two this week. I think if he doesn't open up, they're really in for some trouble. Yeah, I think this whole like uh, him refusing to uh, assure her and like seemingly like on purpose being vague and being like, huh? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just I know he's probably not, but it's just seems intentional to like really grind her gears and like send her more into paranoia. Yeah. I think he's going to probably keep up that stance and that's going to really like bum her out Mm -hmm. all season. So yeah, I'm going to take him down to a two. All right. We're both at a two. Last but not least, the old wise couple, Alexis and Justin. Boy, I can, I can, I can see the show trying to set us up for like the downfall coming like mm-hmm. they know what they're doing they're like oh yeah y'all know what's coming yeah but as of right now i'm gonna still keep metaphor i i i see the trouble coming on the horizon right We're not there yet so i'm gonna keep it out of four we see the decline of our ratings but yeah. yes i'm i'm going to also maintain the four because they didn't give us any indication this this episode that they're in any danger yeah. um we did get the next time on. Uh, so, you know, Miguel's surprising Lindy with her, with his uh, squirrel costume. Um, it's a bear, Asia, not a squirrel. It's not a squirrel? No, Is it a, a bear? bear? It was a bear, uh, I think, right? I yeah. thought it was a squirrel this whole time. Mm, jury's still out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Morgan says she'll compromise with doing laundry before 4 p.m. Uh, is there a time restraint on laundry? Well, I think the thing is like you save more money on your electric bill if you do the laundry before a certain amount of time. Oh. Because bin the you know, the bin three thousand is a cheap yes. unit. Uh <laughs> he likes sad laundry on before four PM to save money on the electric bill. Yeah. Uh we get Kristen and Mitch. Kristen says she already knows she's gonna fall in love with him, and we get them like having an intimate moment going in the bathroom. If it's the last damn thing I do, I'm gonna fall in love with this man. I promise you that. Right. It's the last thing I do. We get a quick scene of Nate saying, like, I don't want to talk about feelings when there aren't feelings there. And I think it could be Stasha talking about his friend. 
his female friend. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Really? I, yeah, I do feel like it is out of context. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we see Lindy <clears throat> is uh she's gonna say uh decision day is a trigger word for her. <laughs> oh, gosh. Miguel said he's just being realistic. Uh we also got Pastor Cal is meeting with Morgan and Ben, and Pastor Cal tells Morgan what happened to you to make you stop trusting. And then the biggest thing that I what were you gonna say? I'm just saying, like, she's like, oh, don't make me cry. Like, I can only imagine yeah. what this is going to be. You think Cal's meeting with everybody or just those two? I don't know. I, I feel like we would have got at least one other couple if he was meeting with everybody. Um, but the biggest thing for me personally was yeah, I, I, Justin. I know, I know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> improperly introducing his dog to Alexis's dog. So, uh, it shows Justin's dog looking into the apartment. He's in the apartment or she's in the apartment looking into the apartment. Lex's dog comes from behind. Justin's dog is like, oh, meet so-and-so. Justin's dog is caught off guard because he didn't realize that Alexis's dog is coming up and kind of like snaps at Alexis's dog. Alexis comes screaming and then Alexis finds out her dog's eye is bleeding. And so it shows Alexis leaving the apartment. She's like, I'm not going to stay with Justin, but I'm sure she's saying, like, I'm not going to stay there tonight. Right. She's like, she doesn't want to stay somewhere she doesn't feel safe. But yeah. That was the wrong way to introduce a dog. If you are taking two dogs into a new setting, you you introduce them in a neutral setting. I think we'll have to cut you off after about five minutes. I feel like you could go an hour on that. Yes. Okay. I'm going to save my commentary for the next episode. How about that? Okay, yeah, that's a good that that yes. that's good. But oh, I'm gonna fill away. <laughs> Just be prepared. <laughs> we, me and my my older mate, we went through so much to just properly introduce her dog to my dog when I got my dog, and it just worked out beautifully. And they were the best of friends. I can only imagine knowing you as Tree knows Ben. How like meticulous you took this like practice of meeting like we're gonna meet five miles away. I'm gonna come up this way, you're gonna come up that way, and then we're gonna do this, this, and this, and this. Okay, got it. Uh, it was it was great. So, um, so yeah, that's our episode. Fun, Jason. fun episode. Best episode of the season so far. I think. yes, high high marks because the last couple it kind of fell flat for me a little bit. I love this one. Um, so Jason, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at J A Y R one zero eight five. You can also find me on our Facebook group, the perfect match where, uh, we're talking to everyone in there, uh, having some fun in there. So come find me there too. Um, I have a new project coming up. Uh, I will be covering the Marvel TV series. She Hulk with, uh, Sasha Joseph over on the post show recaps network. So I don't know how much cross connection there is, but if you find yourself enjoying She-Hulk, you can uh, find me over there with Sasha talking about it after every episode. Um, and I got another project coming up, but that's it's top secret still for now. Uh, so yeah, that's where you can find me right now. How about Asia? How about you? Yeah, y'all can find me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia. So A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. Of course, you can also find me in the Facebook group having fun there. Um, and yeah, continuing Big Brother 24 coverage. I was on the Wednesday night recap this week and uh, had a great time there. And so also tweeting about Big Brother, of course. 
And, and I think that's it. Yeah. That's all that's currently on my schedule. Um, but yes, thank you all so much for sticking with us. Uh, and thank you so much to Will from America for our amazing theme song. And thank you to Scott St. Pierre behind the scenes. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. What if I told you I found you a perfect match? Chosen by science, but you had to marry them right this second. You would tell me, well, that sounds pretty whack. And I would add you having weeks to know if you really love them. You just got married at first sight. Jason and Asia gonna tell you wrong from right. Are all these couples just disasters waiting to happen? Imagine if one of them could be a perfect match. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.